Hello, and welcome to the movie room. Hey, hey, guys! What is up? It's Nico here, along with... Dan the Man. That's Dan the Man. Pecan Sand. Pecan Sand. Sandies. <laughs> and today we want to thank you guys so much for coming back and listening to another episode of the Movie Room Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> you like the way I said that? Yeah, podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is um, episode nine, I believe. Uh, I can't really keep track anymore because we do these once, twice a week. <laughs> Mambo number nine. <laughs> Mambo number nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our episode nine. It's crazy that we're already this far into it. Facts. I mean, and we're pretty, still pretty early on. But yeah, we have a lot of requests so far that we have coming up. Our first requested film was Small Soldiers. Uh, another one we got requested was Avatar, so we're both going to be doing that like, one soon. Like the blue people? Yeah, the blue one. I like that one. <laughs> the go to Pandora in that one. Pandora. But yeah, but today we're going to be talking about Independence Day, released in 1996, because it's fitting that the 4th of July was just over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Happy 4th. Happy birthday, America. Yeah, happy birthday, America. This takes place on independence day Sick. on july 4th and it's starring will smith jeff goldblum bill pullman mary mcdowell a lot of a lot of great actors in this jeff goldblum can you do an impression of jeff goldblum oh yeah uh, i don't know <laughs> he's, he's like uh, uh they're, they're coming yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um they're uh yeah they're coming and there's uh dinosaurs <laughs> yeah i don't know that's not that good but yeah, I mean, this movie used to be one of my favorite movies. It probably was my favorite for a long time. I first saw it. He said uh, He said earlier, he said, it was my favorite movie, and then I saw better movies. <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite movie, but then I saw better movies. Not that this is a bad <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, not that this is a bad movie. We'll get to our ratings uh, here soon, but this movie cr- absolutely crushed at the box office. I understand why, though. It's a fire film. It is a fire film. There's a lot of fire in it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, the budget was $75 million, and it made a whopping $817.4 million at oh the box my, office. That's a lot of cheddar cheese. That is a lot of cheddar cheese. That should be a button. <laughs> <laughs> cheddar cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, let's just get right into the review. Of course. So, this is a science fiction action film directed and co-written by Ronald M. Rich. He always is making, like, disaster films or stuff like that. Yeah. He, he made he made a few. Yeah. Good guy, though. Good Starring Jeff maker. Goldblum, Will Smith, Bill Pullman, Mary McDowell, Judd Hirsch, Margaret Collin, Randy Quaid, and a bunch of other more. <laughs> Randy Quaid? I didn't know Randy Quaid was in this. Yeah, not Dennis Quaid. But Randy, Randy Quaid. Randy. This film, it focuses on a desperate group of people who covered 
who converge in the Nevada desert in the aftermath of worldwide attack by extraterrestrial race. Aliens. From an unknown origin. Oh, no. Not aliens. With the other people (laughs) of the world, they launch an all-out counterattack on July 4th, Independence Day. Oh, look at that. Yeah, so, like... This, it just, like, it starts out on July 2nd, uh, and an enormous alien mothership arrives in the orbit of the Earth. Do you know how they did this? Did they, is it CGI? Uh, a lot of it is, but I'm pretty sure it's like, a model scale, yeah. and then, like, a blue screen around it, and then they shot, like, from up, like, in, from the ground up, POV. Yeah. <laughs> that's sick. I love that stuff, man. I think that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, that, like that's how they filmed Star Wars. Was oh yeah, with the they with had the, toys. They had the toys, and they went on a blue screen, so they yeah. could, looks like it's flying. It's so cool. Oh man, I mean the the green screens back then <laughs> weren't the best, no. but it's no, they aren't what they are today. But no, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy what they're doing today. Yeah, I mean this. There's just so this giant big mothership comes into the Earth's orbit, and uh, it's like 15 miles wide. And it takes positions over Earth's major cities. One of them being uh, Washington, D.C., New York, Los Angeles, <laughs> in the U.S. Then it has, like, other cities around the world. I, this movie's awesome. Yeah. It's coming it, back into my mind. It comes out, like, pretty much with a bang right a away. Bang. Quite literally. But and you're, like, you're kind of like, huh? <laughs> what, what is that? Scared. Dude, scary aliens are freaky i mean i think aliens are uh, among us already but that's you know i'm kind of i'm a freak but <laughs> that's what it is david levinson an mit trained satellite technician decodes a signal embedded within global satellite transmissions realizing that it's an alien countdown timer for coordinated attacks with help from his ex-wife white house command communications director constance spano constance <laughs> David and his father, Julius, gain access to the Oval Office and alert President Thomas Whitmore to the threat. Uh, the guy, he play, uh, Bill Polar, plays the president. Great job. Did you do the speech? Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He does a fantastic job. Like In that speech, later in the movie, he gets like it gets you going. Yeah, it does. It makes you happy to be an American. <laughs> oh, man. Of course. This movie is so good. I feel like this movie was so, like, scary for the time is because, like, the millennium's coming up and you don't know what's going to happen. And then this movie depicts aliens in a real-life manner. Yeah, totally. Like, I bet you now that there's, like, social media and all these things, it wouldn't been it wouldn't have been as scary. But back then, with no social media and just word of mouth, basically, and, like, the news... Holy crap. Yeah, when the news actually uh, was news and yeah, reported true. on stuff on instead news? of gave opinions. Uh, no, yeah. It, I bet you when people saw this, they're like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. Aliens yeah, they're are like, coming. They're like, this could happen. And then it's like a practical thing like that the, the, the ship just comes out of nowhere. What are we going to do about it? Like, uh, It makes you think like if it happened now, what the hell would we do about yeah. it? Yeah. So when they like inform the president, I feel like they do a great job of telling this very realistically. Daniel just hit his wrist. <laughs> yeah i feel like they do this very realistically in the sense of the president is like okay he gets he's like what what are we gonna do instead of like panicking he like tries to devise a plan or like a comeback attack i have a plan (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, he orders uh, evacuations, which would probably be the first thing you would want to do is get as far away from that city as possible. Where would you evacuate to if it was like an alien invasion? I mean, I would the just try. West. I would just try and fly somewhere that's not as populated. Yeah. So definitely like Iowa. Yeah. Or um, Iowa, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, one of those big cities. Yeah, yeah, you know, out there. <laughs> this way, like you can get away from the blast. Yeah. Depending, well, they, that's the thing too. You don't even know how like big the blast could go. Oh, jeez. If it's like a giant like nuclear ray that right. that goes Seriously. all in all directions. I would go to the the air. If I had yeah, a helicopter, too. I would just try to keep it like like up in the air and then go refuel and then keep it up in the air. Yep. Well, well. I mean, I would just honestly would try and get as far away as possible. Yeah. Go to China. No, because there's a there's one in China. Oh shit. <laughs> no China. Yeah. So he orders the evacuations from New York, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles, and it's too late. It's just too late. Oh man. Come on. I mean, it's not his fault. You know, he did what he could. I mean, he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know. Each of the, those big giant flying saucers, they fire a single destructive beam. They learn this when it hits one of the cities. It casts a giant explosion that incinerates each um, targeted city. Oh, man. It, this li- quite literally killed millions. <laughs> quite literally. I, I like the way they depict it. In the movie with the yeah. beams, it's very cool. Yeah, it's very destructive. They they like narrowly get out of the White House when it explodes. Yeah, it's oh man, doesn't he like say a speech and then right after it? No, 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 that's no, no, not no, when no, he no. says a speech. No way, he he's so, like they're talking to he's talking to like the his command people. Yeah, and the Air Force, and that's when he gives the he gives the speech on the t- the TV. Yeah. yeah. To like saying he's eva- we're evacuating these cities, and then the the aliens go. Nope. <laughs> Whitmore and Levingston, they they escape aboard the Air Force One, which is probably exactly what would happen in real life. Totally, they'd get the president out of there as quick as possible. Yeah, I feel like he honestly now he would probably would do the speech on Air Force One. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. They didn't have connections like that. <laughs> yeah. So as the capital is destroyed. So is New York and Los Angeles and other major cities around the world. It like that first blast shows you how the aliens are pissed off and they're ready to, to they're kill like, you. We don't we don't give a damn. We're we're doing what we came here to do. So if you didn't if you don't live in those big cities, uh, you're okay. You're chill. Wait, was Philadelphia now. part of that? Nope. All right, you know I think we're fine. <laughs> After they destroy everything, they move towards their next target, which is more major cities. So I'm sure like Philadelphia would probably be one yeah, shortly. Pittsburgh other stuff like that yeah pittsburgh on july 3rd like so the next day like it, it's all it's all pretty good to like flowing together yeah they do a counterattack against the alien invaders they fly up to the there's like a squad of planes that fly up to the ship and then they go up there and then they realize that their ships are shielded by force fields oh man see we we don't have these these things maybe no. we do but not back then Oh yeah, I think not, they have not like this time. F- not force fields, but they have like reflective material that kind of gives off the illusion of it. That's weird. Yeah, and well, they have Kevlar now that's like invisible to the naked eye. Yeah, I think that's crazy. They can throw on, and people think they don't have vests on, so they'll shoot them there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there's so much stuff they're coming out with. I think this movie, this movie helped. Oh yeah, it helped a ton. Each uh, saucers, they start 
launching like swarms of their own fighter vessels yeah can you imagine that man yeah if i'm like sitting in the the airplane like about the, all right all right sir the, these are covered in uh they're covered in force fields we're gonna have to turn back all right man just get back down here and then and then you sir you fly it oh no sir they're, they've they're they're, they're attacking they're attacking Oh man, like I don't know what I would do. I'd, uh, I'd say, you know what? Let's go fight them. Yeah, these they have their own shields too. These little fighter vessels, man, and they they decimate everyone: human fighters, squadrons, and military bases. So then we get to Captain Stephen Hiller, played by, well, our Smith. boy our Willie boy. Smith, Big Willie up on it. See, they get into an entanglement. <laughs> Uh, an entanglement would be a. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they. <laughs> Big Willie's flying, and he's he's luring his attacker into like he realizes that if he goes into closed spaces, like he's in the Grand Canyon, he goes into to these spaces. He turns really quick, and the aliens aren't fast enough, and they like smash into the <laughs> the thing into the side of the rocks. He's a smart dude. Yeah, and then he injects ejects from his plane causing the en- enemy fighter to crash land and he subdues the dr- the downed alien and flags down a convoy of refugees <laughs> this part is so funny he like opens the hatch right or like the yeah he's like something. he's like get your ass up yeah yeah <laughs> he's like punching him he's like yeah who's talking now <laughs> Who are you trying to get me now? <laughs> does he say like, uh, isn't he like, happy independence day or something like that? No, he says, what does he say? He says something. It's man. like, welcome to America, yeah, bitch, that's or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, welcome to America. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one he's like, if you don't get your punk ass <laughs> out of this chair. It's so funny. He's just like screaming. He's like, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> you alien bastard. <laughs> oh, man. Like, and he gets to, he, bring, he literally transports the alien by himself like he walks through the desert with it like dragging it <laughs> to area 51 um of course they where area 51 whitmore's group has landed <laughs> the president's there at area 51 the secretary of defense is there and they reveal that a faction of the government has involved in u.s uh, u.s ufo conspiracies since 1947 which the attack fighters crashed in roswell dude which is a true story that actually happened in real life I, but listen, it's not confirmed as aliens i might be crazy okay i really hope the government isn't listening because i could be dead after saying this but i really believe that i don't roswell is going to be dead <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think same. everybody, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, now the government, like, they have to, or I think the CIA and the FBI have to come up with a report. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the report has been out yet. I think they have a little more time, but they have to come up with a report about all alien activity that they know of for the American people. Aliens! <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I mean, I believe in aliens, too, because oh, there's, there's no, possible, there's no way possible way that we are the only... It's living beings, and and I don't think they look like they do in these movies, no. like with squids and stuff. I think they could look like you and I. We yeah, I think they just know. look like us. You know, I mean, some might look different. Yeah, I feel like well, there might be like a planet that's like taller than us. Some yeah. people, the some that are shorter than us. Some people that are like two times the height of like LeBron James, who's like seven foot. Yeah, can you imagine that? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Fourteen foot aliens walking. Imagine around. how tall their toilets are. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, that'd be a deep squat. Oh, yeah. If you had to I get mean, all the way down. Every time they'd be freaking like squatting down, they'd be like, you know what? Let's go. I wonder if LeBron James's toilet's like raised up or not. I don't know. That'd be kind of funny. He's like just sitting there on a platform. <laughs> I think he uses a squatty potty. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's random. Definitely uses a squatty potty. Yeah. But yeah, I think aliens are real. That I agree. Makes me think about it. Yeah, this movie really makes you think. If you're a conspiracy theorist like us, we this movie makes you question reality and whether or not like i said this like this depicts real life so well you know it like yeah like you said it really makes you think like the way that they do it or the way that roland filmed it and just how he goes about it really just makes you believe that this can happen yeah it makes you real makes you believe that like this 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 is happening right under our noses and this is just now it's it's like found footage of like what actually happened you know yeah. or like what could happen yeah it's and cool. now they're just showing us but that's i feel like this stuff's actually going on behind our backs anyway totally because there's like spies that have said that only like 20 percent of the military is like secretive so you can't you like nobody knows except them people yeah and i don't know if Find. you start talking I don't know, man. a lot of sketchy stuff <laughs> Very sketchy. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Bay of Pigs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. The Area 51 houses the now refurbished ship. <laughs> oh. The ship's refurbished of that, uh, from the one from 1947. And this thing is, like, so cool. They show you, like, the outside, and then they show you the inside. They show it, like, hovering. And that's he's like, sick. we just need a pilot. And then Will Smith's like, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. He's like, I got it. And they were like, like, no, no, it's too dangerous. He's like, man, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Then they see that they're, they're walking through the facility and Will Smith's like seeing everything for the first time. And he sees three alien corpses that were recovered from the crash. Weird. <laughs> weird. Very weird. They're like squiddy looking. <laughs> Squid. Squiddy. Squiddy. I'm fancy, son. Ow, squiddy. <laughs> oh, man. They looked like uh, squids from Minecraft. Yeah, it did, actually. But they were, like, long. <laughs> long. And they looked like kind handsome. of people, but they had not long, t- dark and handsome. <laughs> Tall, dark and handsome. Yeah, so then a scientist, Dr. Brach <laughs> Oaken, examines the alien captured by Steven. It regains consciousness and attacks, telepathically invading Oaken's mind. With this part's creepy. He like grabs onto his head and he starts like talking as him. Yeah. And he uses his vocal cords to reject uh, Whitmer's offer of peace before launching a, a psychic attack against him. He's like, he's like, oh, what do you want? We'll, we will give you peace. We just want peace. And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> he's like using his vocal cords. It's really creepy. It's, that's how this movie gets you. It's scary. Yeah, this, this is part. like the the sci the sci fi part of it. Yeah, the horrorness of this part. Weird man. He's literally like he kills him, basically. I think he does kill. Yeah, he kills him after he attacks Whitmore with with his psychic attack. Uh, the Secret Service agents and military personnel kill the alien. That's when they shoot it. Yeah, Whitmore reveals that uh, that he learned. What he learned when they were inked. When they were linked. Sorry. No, I don't know why I said inked. inked. Oh, you made me ink. <laughs> oh, you made me ink. <laughs> they plan to strip the Earth of all its natural resources like they've done on other planets. 
Man, I mean, hey, if there's ever another planet, do it. Earth has got a lot of natural resources, so. Yeah. I mean, hey, I they, guess. But I'm pretty sh- sure, like, the whole concept was they go, they hop from planet to planet to take their resources. Yeah. And now they're like, we will tear your soul apart. <laughs> do you think that they have a home planet, or do you think that their planet, or, like, their home is the mothership? No, I think they do have a home planet. And that's why they need the resources to send it back. Yeah. I mean, who else is going to make all these freaking ships with, like, their shields and stuff? They probably think that their civilization is the best or it's superior, so that's why they're going to, like, Earth. Yeah. But uh, that's not what what happens. (laughs) No, no, no. So Wimmer's led on of the the plans to strip Earth of its natural resources. He reluctantly authorizes a nuclear attack against Earth the one warship situated above Houston as a trial. But uh, it remains intact. When that happened in this film, I was like, there's no way that these aliens can survive the nuke. Yeah, you would think... Because it's a nuke. You would think, yeah, you would think it'd be a big explosion. Yeah, but but they were like, eh, what else you got for us? Yeah, they did it to the one on Houston, and like, no, it's still there. Then you, it cuts to Steven's girlfriend... Jasmine with her son Stone having survived to the destruction. What'd you say? She's a fox. Yeah. And then they they like they survived the destruction of Los Angeles. They rescue a truckload of other survivors, including the f- f- critically injured first the critically injured first lady, Marilyn. Marilyn. Yeah, they pick up the first lady. That's awesome. Which is yeah, it's really cool. Then the, then they later find out that Stephen was taken to Area Fifty One. Marilyn dies oh, no. shortly after being reunited with her family. Oh, Marilyn, come on. I know. She, such a, I mean, they make you, they don't really make you feel bad for this one because, like, you only meet her for, like, 15 minutes. True. <laughs> but yeah. it's still, like, oh, that's the president's wife. Like, and then we get to July 4th, taking inspiration from his father. David writes a computer virus. That's Jeff Goldblum. He writes a computer virus that will disrupt the alien shields because he realized this while he was in Area 51 using the technology on the ship. He, do you think he was just sitting there like, you know what? Oh, my gosh. I'll just do a, write a virus. Yeah. He's like, that, that'll work, right? Yeah. Well, he tested it, and uh, and they, it worked. So then he they devise a plan to upload it to the mothership from the reinforced furbished alien fighters so they're like all right we're gonna take this one and go back up <laughs> to yeah. the top steven volunteers to pilot the u.s military contacts <laughs> contacts different nations surviving airborne squadrons around the world through morse code to organize a united counter offensive against the aliens i feel like this is this is what they would do in real life too. totally i think this is be the if this happened in real life this would be like the one time where everybody in the world would come together to fight a common good yeah instead of you know uh dividing from the, everything yeah and it would be an actual attack that's something something that mattered instead of, instead of fighting over land in the u.s yeah, and, and you know and religion in the middle east like yeah this doesn't make sense so then they all the, the military pilots they're in short supply whitmore and general william gray enlist the help of volunteers with fight ex- flight experience including russell <laughs> russell russell is a is a great great man <laughs> He's played by Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, the man. Love Randy Quaid. He's also in Kingpin. 
Is he really in Kingpin? Yeah, he's like the star in that movie. He plays the Amish guy, <laughs> who's really good at bowling. He's like, I'm good at bowling. He's like, oh, that's all we can do. It's <laughs> <laughs> all we're allowed to do on Saturday box. nights, and with our black boxes. <laughs> oh man! So Russell, he says, I'll do it. He's uh, he's like a a Vietnam War veteran. With he's an alcoholic. Are we all? Mm, sometimes. I'm just kidding. We're not. Uh, he thinks that he was uh, abducted by aliens during like uh, an aerial application 10 years prior. So 10 years prior to July 4th, 96. So in the 86, he thinks he was abducted, hmm. which we'll get to that in a minute. What happens? So then this is this is the part where all the volunteers get together. They're sitting. They're all eating. They're like... They just had Having a, a couple assaults on these like fighters, and now they're about to launch the the big attack. Um, and this is where they get ready to upload the the link. They have it on like a floppy disk because <laughs> they didn't have USBs back then. They have it on a floppy disk, and they they that's when the president gives the best speech in cinematic history. One of them. Are you gonna do it? I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> it's a very big speech and it's basically like we're going to we're going to take back our country yeah. and the world. We're going to save the world. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. <laughs> and he tells like the story of how they came from the British and stuff. This is a big speech that a lot of like young actors do as a monologue. It's a good monologue, man. Yeah, I've never did it as a monologue. I did it I've never, I've never actually done the speech, but I've done different monologues, like Mark Antony's monologue, because I played Mark Antony in a show. Nice. From Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they have the big speech. They get in the ships. They go up. Long story short is they, they, get, they have a big battle. They go into the, the ship. He uploads the link. It's a close call. They get out of there. Ship blows up. And Russell goes... Hey, I'm back. <laughs> and he goes and he like destroy blows up with them. Yep. He's the one who like brings the nuke up there. Oh man. And and it ends. As humanity rejoices in victory, Stephen and David return to Area fifty one and reunite with their families. Let's go. Then there was a abandoned. there's this a sequel Randy. Resurgence, right? Of Independence Day Resurgence, which uh it's basically the same movie over again. Facts. With it's, a little bit of ch- it's like you yeah. copy my homework, just change a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh there's more CGI in it and I think it's it's I think based it looks on the fine. Oh no, it looks really good. I think it looks pretty good for you know i just thought the story was a little weak considering a little cheesy in my opinion yeah it was definitely a little cheesy and it was basically just like the whole yeah thing of uh aliens are back pretty much like so it's like yeah Yeah. we've already seen this movie (laughs) weren't they gonna make a third one i'm not sure maybe but it just got bad reviews so they were like nah I mean, I don't know what else they would do. You can watch this movie right now on Amazon Prime Video, HBO Max, and Hulu. We're, I recommend it. Let's give our uh, our scores here. You go first. Um, Honestly, after watching it again, it's probably like an eight for yeah. me. Seven and a half to eight. I used to think it was like a nine, uh, but as I, my scale got more finute and, <laughs> and yes. retuned... <laughs> Uh, I'd probably give it a 7.8. Yeah, I was going to say like a 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5.
Okay. It's like not like a a perfect film by any means, but it's not terrible. No, it's really good. It's really good. So if you're feeling American or independency, I totally recommend watching <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, very movie. good movie to watch for right now if you Fourth just July. celebrated Fourth of July. Yes. IMDb gave it a seven out of ten, and our official score for the Movie Room Podcast is seven point five. Yeah. So good. we're just going to round down to Daniel's score of 7.5, because I agree. Yeah. It's right around there. It's definitely worth watching, though. Definitely like, worth, watch, worth watching. You can watch it a few times, and yeah. it doesn't get old. I feel like I should mention this as well. Um, like, a 7.5, I feel like for some people, that's like a C plot. Like a, it's like a C yeah, no, plus. It's, it's, it's not, though. Like, on our scale, when we set our scale, 7.5 is definitely good plus rewatchable. Yeah. Like if if we're gonna go from seven to eight, to like eight and a half is like good plus rewatchable. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like when at least for me, if I hear people say like that movie is like a in a seven point two or like a seven and a half, like I, that, I'd go watch it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's like, all right. But some people might just be like, oh, that's and we're we're kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. we're we're not the. I'm pretty harsh when it comes to a lot of my films that I watch. Yeah. Um, I just won't give anything a 10. No. Uh, there's only like three movies that get a 10 for me, so... I agree. No, yeah. Three or three to three to five movies, we'll say. <laughs> Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. No, that's... Well, that's not... That's good. not a 10. That's okay. That's <laughs> like a seven. We'll go out. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we should we'll, do a sports theme someday. Yes. Um, Random. Million sorry. Dollar Baby is going to be on Oh, there. that now that movie. That's a good movie, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so overall we give it a 7.5 out of 10. Like we said, that's good plus rewatchable. So multiple times. You can watch it probably five times and then you might get starting to get tired of it. But definitely. <laughs> but I try and watch this film every year or two. Uh, it, took, it was about two, two, three years since I watched it last. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I really like it. Seven and a half. Yeah. Daniel. Seven and a half. Makes you feel patriotic, you know? Makes you feel proud of your country. It was released on July 3rd of 1996. You know, I feel what if people like got freaked out also because like the next day was July 4th. Yeah, they were like, like, what? It's going to happen. Oh, geez. Yeah, I don't know. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Movie Room Podcast. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram. I'm at Nico underscore DeMarco 115. Daniel. I'm at I'm underscore Danny underscore Beaster. Also, I just want to give a shout out. I have gotten some new follows. Um, I'm trying to see. I think Austin Finley just followed me. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but if you do, thanks for the follow. Thanks for the follow. We we just hit 30 followers on Instagram. Yep. Follow us on Instagram, Move Your Room Pod. Also, there's a Miss Ashley James that also follows me. Do, uh, I think she also watches the podcast, so thank you. Thank right. you. Um, we still have listeners from Brazil. Yes. Germany, Jamaica, and the United States. That's awesome. Yep. That's so cool. Keep sharing the podcast. Let us know how we did. Let us know if you agree or disagree with this rating of, of our 7.5 for Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, send us an email with a request at movieroompod at gmail.com. And if you want, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. If you like it, tell a friend. If you didn't like it, don't tell a friend. <laughs> tell an enemy. Yeah, tell an enemy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leave us a hate comment. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That oh, we should do that. We should read hate comments. <laughs> leave us, leave us a hate comment, uh, telling us that uh, that was me. Oh. I made that noise. Okay. <laughs> uh, t- tell us what you hated about the podcast and what you loved about the podcast. And uh, this has been uh, Nico and Dan the Man. And this has been iCarly. iCarly. <laughs> uh, it's so it's, good, by the way. It is good. It's the movie room. Peace. Peace. <laughs>